welcome to today's live casting. We are already having trouble with our with our internet sources. So we are going live off of my phone because that is what is working accurately. Today we have our special guest which is Prophet Lovey, and he is, if you have not um, saw yesterday's, I'm sorry, yesterday's, wow. Um, if you have not saw last month's um, live stream, then I would advise that you would go to our YouTube channel and find it. Because last month he spoke on um, stop suffering in dead wombs. And I got to tell you that that word was a word of the hour, especially even, um, even now for some of us who are transitioning from a season, one season to the next. So, um, I need just looking here, making sure that I don't miss him. And, and there we are. <laughs> I am literally having to use my phone because the computer went crazy right before we started. It was working fine and then that's it. So, hey, how are you? good, how are you? No, I'm doing great, I'm doing great. How's everything going? No, everything is going great. I had a long day, but uh, I'm trusting God that today we're going to have a nice time. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you, God. We give you the glory and the honor, God, that you have even given us this moment in time of eternity, Lord, to be together as one, bringing forth two nations, Lord, time is no essence for you in eternity. And so, Lord, we just thank you for the capability to do that. And Lord, I ask that you would speak to us today so profoundly in your revelation, God, and, and give us insights, even wisdom and discernment on how we are moving in the days forward. And Lord, we just bless you and we ask that you seal this in your name, Jesus. Yes. Amen. So we're excited. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that the Lord has given you something to impart um last month was such a good word just we've listened to it i lie to you not maybe more than five times wow just grabbing um just the the, the direction that the lord has <clears throat> was giving to us because a lot of what was being prophesied was a lot of what we were going through in our ministry from the transitioning and we were asking the Lord, you know, where, where, what are we to do now? And so it was really, really, really a word for us, I think. It can be a word for anybody, but it was really a word for us. And, um, yeah, so we've, we've gone through it more than five times already just to write down, you know, what the Lord has given us. Wow. And so wow. I'm excited to hear <clears throat> what the Lord has imparted now because i think that i think that 
as apostolic people, we should be imparting because the Lord's always talking and giving direction to the body of Christ in a constant basis, almost like we have to keep massaging the body so that people can actually start to become what God is doing. And, um, and so I don't think that every time if we get on to do this every once a month, I feel like it's more of a counsel for all that are hearing and less of a, here we are coming live again moment, you know? And I think that it's important that these sessions are held, you know, via media, whatever, for, for the wisdom, for those who are willing to hear or who God has already orchestrated to be here. Amen. 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 Yeah. No, I really do uh, agree with what you're saying because, you know, the Bible does say, you know, that um, before we were formed in mother's wombs, he knew us and he ordained us, you know, for example, to be prophets. So obviously there is, especially when I looked at uh, the theme of today, you know, when you said the continuum was like, oh my God, where are we going to start? Because I'm like, this is so, so fast, right? This is so big. Uh, so yeah. huge. You know, and and I think um, the right place to start with there would be the the fact that the, the body of Christ needs, you know, great teachers, not just teachers. Yeah. Right? Because one thing I, I've come to understand is that those who are, um, you know, capable of imparting, you know, truth are also capable of imparting error. So what then right. happens if you are not careful, you can be sitting under a person, you know, for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty years. And you're wondering, Lord, why is it when you're speaking to me, it seems like it's a little bit funny. Why is it, you know, I seem to be always, you know, coming back on this same place? Because God is like, you know, it doesn't matter how much you think that I'm going to use you. I am going to continually shelf you because you are not carrying the right revelation for this time and for this season. So I am really blessed with the fact that, you know, your team, you know, listen and listen to this, uh, you know, about five times so that mm. we can be able, you know, to really, really discern the moves of God. Because I'm telling you, you will never be able to understand, you know, what God is doing at this time in this season if you do not listen to the people that he has placed his, his word um, in their mouth. Exactly. So it's, it's just like the issue of, uh, of Peter and the coin. You know, Jesus is like, okay, whose image is here? He says, okay, this is, uh, you know, Caesar's image. He said, okay, you know, so you must learn how to give to God the things that belong to God and give to Caesar the things that belong to Caesar. But right. then he goes to his apostle and says, okay, you know, this is how we're going to tackle it, right? I have already made provision for you, but this provision is not going to come in the way that you thought. You know, it's not going to come in the way that you, you traditionally think that I'm going to provide for you. I want you to go to the river and the first fish that you catch out of his mouth, when you open it, right, you're going to find a coin in there. So I strongly believe that we are in a season where God is literally saying, I have deeper dimensions that I'm calling my church to be able to go yeah. into. If they are able to just catch the fish that I'm sending to them, they're going to be able not only to have, you know, enough to pay the taxes, not only are they going to be able to have enough, you know, to get their needs, you know, met, but there's going to be so much enough that there'll be provision for my house. Because right now where 
A lot of ministries cannot be able to do a lot of things. Why? Because financially, they are always tied down. You know, the mm -hmm. enemy is made sure that you can be anointed, but I don't want you to understand, you know, that man is a spirit, you know? So if you are still going to be up here, you know, talking about your vision, your vision, your vision, you know, it's super cool. I will leave you, you know, doing what you want to do. But I, what I don't want you to do is to understand that, you know what, wherever there's a vision, there is a provision. So mm. I, I really do um, uh, believe that we're in interesting times and that those who are his apostles and those who are his prophets, we're in a season where they're going to begin, you know, to find these fishes so that they can be able to, to have the provision that they need for the vision. Amen. And just to add to that, um, even this morning, just like, you know, there's this constant scripture in Romans that says that, you know, Christians should, you know, want Israel saved. And this is like one of the things that I think not many of us lock arms with. We don't we don't lock arms with other nations. And that's God's desire is to lock arms with other nations for provision. There's something about sowing or imparting into another nation that God souls begins to just like multiply. The fruitfulness of that brings multiplication. And I, I'm thinking now, like, you know, we, what we call missions, right? We'll say it's a mission, but it's not really a mission. It's really God heart for us to become knitted in one. As I'm sitting here in, you know, the United States and you're there in Africa, there is an knitting that the Lord is doing that we cannot see right now, but it's bringing forth a multiplication of the nations. And that's what he was revealing this morning. He was like, you know, I want you to have the heart to impart, to be a part, whether you can be there or not, find a way to plant a seed. Find a way to plant a seed in another nation so that it has a connection to you, so that you may prosper. That's why when you're talking about the seed, um, we don't know how the, the fish are coming. We don't know how right. that provision is coming. But God is, it, it's it's simple sometimes that we look for the, the, the most hard or or the most strategic way in God. And then you get to the end of it and you say, wow, this was so simple. God, it's simple for him. For us, it makes it like we have to look through the wilderness to find it. But for God, it's simplicity. And because it's too simple, we're like, that can't be God. I, I got to feel overworked. I got to feel underpaid. I got to feel like I have to be the ram in a bush. I have to feel. And it's and God is so why? Because the continuum reveals to us that it's been already done. Right. That it's already been orchestrated, that it's already been written, and and we are are almost as trying to manifest what is written instead of walking through the written word. Mm. Oh, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning he was, and and wow. there he was, and then mm. he, there he became, and it's like he was the living written word, and there was no need. To be to do all he just was, you know he just and I feel like when you talk about entering into the dimension in the church, we need to be just is, just is. What is God? Who is God? And and His way and just walk His way. 
That's the mm. complicated part that we've been struggling with because we've wanted his, his way and ours. We mm. want both realms. This is this right here is sacrificial. I had a revelation the other day before where God was saying, do you know that Jesus Christ is wisdom? Though, mm. they, though they say it's the spirit, it's a spirit, it is she, but it is wisdom. Why is it wisdom? Because he was complete. When did Jesus become complete? At the day of resurrection. It was complete. So everything we need is in Jesus. Full completeness is found in Jesus. Wholeness that we are seeing manifesting through people where in, in, in their minds, they need to be made whole because the soul is broken, because the soul needs healing. And then here it is all this time. The answer is Jesus, but we do one of these. It's the answer right here, but we're, we want... Okay, we know it's you, but we want, we want, we want anything else but this. We don't want a wholeness. We want, we want ingredient, just part. Mm. And the Lord is showing end of the aggressive. You know why the book of Acts was so powerful is because we preached, we moved out of the resurrected life of Jesus' power. We didn't move through Western. Western um, preaching. We didn't move through what man decided to put together. We moved through the spirit of the resurrected power, which is whole and complete of Jesus. Mm. It, it is something that the Lord is doing very, very fine, fine linen in the body. Fine linen. I've, we know that there's a restoration of priesthood returning back to the church. Because that's what that's what Peter said we were. The, we are the holy nation, a right. royal priesthood. That mm. that was lost through perversion and lust. Yeah. We we've had, you know, I was watching the apostle yesterday. She said something so profound. She said, you know, Adam was not married for 70 years. Mm. This is the continuum. Adam was not married for 70 years before he had a wife. He walked with Jesus. Mm. I've been to so many of the churches where the, the, the most seed that has ever been planted is be married. Right. Marriage, marriage, marriage. But the desire of that physical marriage that they've prophesied and planted was, was perverted. Not saying it's not God's will. It's not saying what I'm saying is that before there was marriage, there was a life in Christ yep. only. Mm. She even said a little further where she said, even the sexual part was a heavenly thing, not a, not a, uh, not a, um, it was an earthly thing, not a heavenly thing. It was something that was for earth. Not for the heaven. Because think about how Mary was impregnated with the spirit without a sexual moment happening. Right. It, it's heaven. <laughs> it's, it's the things <laughs> of heaven that, that we're trying yeah. to comprehend. Yeah. And I think like what you're saying there, you know, is... I love what you said. It's like, no, we are trying to, you know, to, to, to move into these dimensions using, you know, man-made man wisdom. And I think right. like what you said, that's, it, that's what I love about the continuum, right? 
because you know that teaching is very powerful. Why? Because um, when 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 you hear a lot of people right preaching, they always say, uh, "I want you know the Lord what, what what He did in the garden, what He always did in the garden, what He did with Adam and Eve, what He did with Adam and Eve." And what people don't understand is this: you will never be able to appreciate God's present if you don't understand or know His past. Right. So the reason why, for example, you know, any nation, you know, can be destroyed, you know, um, via sex is because, you know, the people in that nation, they don't know how deep and how far it goes and how this thing originated. So there are certain things that we, 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 we hear men and women of God today, you know, celebrate or allow, you know, or just give it a lesser treatment. But, the, but, but, but God is like, hey, hey, okay. That's why I'm, I'm making sure that I'm bringing back my apostles and my prophets. Yeah. Why? Because these guys, they are the authoring mantis of scripture, right? So they're going to say it the way that it is supposed to be said. And they're not going to, to sugarcoat it. Why? Because I've dealt with this devil before. Mm. You know, I've dealt with this devil before. So now, because people's revelation is only limited, you know, from starting from in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, they, they, they don't begin to really move into the complete, the, 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 the total revelation uh, that mm. is necessary, that's required, you know, to be able to really execute, you know, what God wants to do on the earth. Because if you just think that, you know what, you know, uh, before you formed your mother's womb, you know, God knew you and you were mm -hmm. prophet. So then you're going to understand that, oh, wait, wait, wait a moment then why is everyone saying I need to get back to the garden? Because it seems like God knew me before there was even the heavens and earth. You know, I love what Psalm chapter number, number 90 verse 1 says. It says, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place. Yes. You know, all these generations. So then you begin to understand, you know, I love the part where it says, even before the mountains were born, mm. you, know, you know, we have been in you. So there is a part, you know, of a revelation that the body is missing. And that's why we seem to not have all these answers. You know, people yes. are, are, are in love with witchcraft. Why? Because they don't mm. know uh, the origins of this thing. You know, people, they, they celebrate, you know, uh, uh, you know, these different guys who are coming on the scene. It's okay, me, I'm gay. Me, me I'm this. Me, I'm that. Right. You know, me, I'm that. And the church has no problem. You see, uh, you know, men and women of God who are actually, you know, just going out officiating this kind of marriages. It's right. because they understand that, you know what, this is the very same thing that God has been dealing with throughout all these ages. Mm. And because we don't have people who are really, really teaching it the right way, God is like, you know what, it doesn't matter how anointed you think you are, but I am not going to give you an international platform. And I love what you said, say that, okay, you know, there's always seems to be this thing where God is saying, okay, you can be over here, but I want you to, 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 to plant. I want you to look beyond the border. Yes. You, you see that, okay, you know, Abraham, you was told, okay, leave the place where you are, you know, Leave your, 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 your family, leave your kindred, and go to a place I shall show you, right? If you look even at uh, Jacob, it was the same thing. So mm -hmm. I assume that there's something that is so supernatural that uh, God is placed in each and every apostolic and a prophetic voice. So much that if you're only reaching your region, it means that there's something, there's a reason why God has 
you, you know, why God has localized your voice and never really expanded it to what uh, internationally. And that's why, you know, with, with technology, it's good. You know, that, you know, we're able, like, for example, me and you were able to connect and speak. But I loved the olden days where not everyone had the capacity, you know, um, to be able to go on national TV. And that's yes. the reason God is like, okay, I'm going to, to be able to prune you for 20 years. I'm going to deal with you for 30 years. Why? Because he knew that once you come out of the, with a false doctrine, once, out, once you come out and, and, and you, you are able to come on TBN, you are able to come on God TV, you are able to come on Daystar, once you say something, it's going to cost you know, the body of Christ 20 years where I have to release teachers to come back and be able to clean up that mess. And mm. I strongly believe this is the time and the season where God is saying, you know, uh, to the body that all the men and women of God that I am releasing in this time and in this season, they have got only but one chance. They've got only that, 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 that one, you know, it's like when, when you're a sniper, right? And you, and, and you have got five enemies and you've got five bullets. You know, you need to make sure that when you're hitting, you're hitting the bullseye. One bullet, one hand, you know, you can't win. And this is what the body of Christ doesn't understand. We as men and women of God, we really need to be able to understand that God has given us the grace and has given us these platforms, but we only have one chance. There are right. people that don't reach them today. We're not going to be able to have another wind of opportunity again. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to be men and women of God who are really sold out, you know, to defending the, 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 the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So as apostles and as prophets, we need to take this message, you know, especially of the continuum, you know, back to the church to say, okay, guys, you, as long as you're trying to figure it out using your own words, you know, as long as you're going to try to do this thing according to what some guru said on the internet, as long as it's something that you're just finding on Google, copying and pasting the messages, this is not how we're going to take back the kingdom. This is not how we're going to walk into dominion. This is not how we are going to be able to see heaven backing us up. You see, mm -hmm. so it's not to be anointed heaven right. has to back you up. it's not good enough you know to have a platform god has to back you up it's not enough you know to be even ordained because some of these ordinations i normally call them social promotions right and that's why we've got a lot of people who are, who are going out and there's no fruit in their ministry mm -hmm. why because friend looked at them they're like okay it's been a long time uh since you've been doing this you've been evangelist for a very long time i think the most fashionable thing or or the thing that will make your ministry you know to be well known is number one let me get you you know on tv and number two let's let let's do an an, an ordination so you've got men and women who are ordained but god was never in it and now right. it's like having you know um small little Moseses right in the earth who are moving with small little sticks and trying to part the Red Seas. So <laughs> you don't have the real thing. You don't have the road. When was the day when God said to you, put your rod down and it turned into mm -hmm. a snake? Do you pick it up back again and it turned again back into the road? So if right. you've never had God encounters of that dimension, if you've mm -hmm. never had, you know, uh, an encounter with the powers to be in those we have been before, Right, if that which happened to Elijah has not come and rested upon your ministry, then you can't say that you know what I'm moving like Elijah. There's something that I understand. If you have not had angelic encounters, if you have not experienced, you know, certain dimensions, right? Like mm -hmm. what happened where he had to literally have the burning bush experience, then you can't mm -hmm. say God has sent you to Egypt. If you don't have a counter, 
you don't have a voice. Right. It's so interesting you say that because even in this few weeks, the Lord is saying, I'm going to restore Elijah. The anointing of Elijah will be restored. And he's not talking about the mantle. He's talking about the dimension he allowed uh, uh, Elijah to enter into. And I started to look into it. And Elijah, the time where with the axe, and he starts talking about the axe. And he says, the axe was borrowed. So they were, they were, they lost the axe. And they're saying, well, you know, how are we going to afford to buy an axe? How are we going to, it's almost like the days of now. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? How, how can we afford this? How can we do that? And Elijah knew that if he would call that thing forth, because he knew the dimension of the realm that he walked in, and he knew where God had placed them in, in the dimension of this realm. A lot of people talk about the Holy Spirit, but not many are walking with the Holy Spirit. You might talk about it. You might might look or maybe had a taste or even touch, but you are not in this relationship with the Holy Spirit where you can say, I'm in a realm, in a dimension where I can call something forth and make it manifest because I have the authority and ability in Christ to do this. Again, bringing us back that you don't understand that the possibility that when you accepted Christ that all things were made whole, all things were made complete. So when Elijah called it forth, the, the axe rolled up from the ground and came forth and they had the axe again. How many times did Elijah say, I will show you my God when you prove to me your God. And the other side never had the power that was displayed behind Elijah's axe by God. You're talking about being backed up by heaven. This is where the Lord is taking us. This is where the Lord wants us to go. The problem is that Christians are so mixed in with new age and witchcraft that there are that the ones that are called to do it are scared to move. Yeah. Because they think they're going to fall into witchcraft or new age or people are not going to accept me. Here's the thing that the Lord is really molding in this season. He's not asking you to fit in. Mm. He's not asking you to fit in. He doesn't want you to look like them. He doesn't want you to talk like them. He doesn't want you to feel accepted by them. He wants wow. you to be the person he called you in this hour with the voice he's anointed you for. See, there's a difference. Everyone is, it's, it's got the hoorah moment for the one that's on the platform. But there's no sign of manifestation of heaven whatsoever in the presence of, of, the, of the body. Hmm. What you got is an old season, old manna, maybe hmm. last experience, but you hmm. left that somewhere. So when you show up to these gatherings, you, you can identify Holy Spirit's not moving. What's moving, though, is for sure it's Kundalini. Hmm. So I've, I've been in a room before. Where I've had Holy Spirit on one side, Kundalini on the other. And I said to myself, how does this work? How can, how can God allow this side to, to feel the, holy, the true essence of the Holy Spirit? And how can this side feel Kundalini? It's, in a, it's, it's mixed in our body. Mm. It's mixed in our body. Why do you think that now we have such an apostate in the body of Christ. Why are so many people leaving the faith? Because the power of God is not being felt. The power of God's not being demonstrated. First uh, Corinthians always says that when you preach, when you preach truth, then there should be a demonstration of the power of God to follow it. 
that mm -hmm. hasn't been for a long time. So now yeah. we're rising up with apostles and prophets. And I like this part. Apostles and prophets are truly rising, but not all of them are apostles and prophets. Right. Or not, but they're being ordained as apostles and prophets. You yeah. don't have the earmarks. You don't have the miracles. You don't have the, the bondage breaking. But what you have is a good word. What you right. have is people backing you up. But what you don't have is the backup of heaven. If I can walk into your room and you are, are preaching, I, I'm expecting to see demons coming out. I'm expecting, expecting a cleansing of the hearts of men. And I'm expecting a manifestation of the glory of God to fall upon us. Because the Bible says that we are the image of the glory. So if I walk into a room and we all know that we are the glory carriers, then I expect to go into a place where everyone united is going to explode the glory of God. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. This is the, this is the continuum. Yeah. And, 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 and the, the best way to be able to do that is to understand the principle of light and darkness. And yes. this is something that we have always had been preached about, but it's time we begin to really move in it. You know, because it doesn't matter the intensity of the what? Of the darkness, right? It doesn't matter how thick the darkness can be. Light will always... Come on. It's always at any time, whether it's in the morning, whether it is in the evening, whether it's, it's in, in any season, when the light shines in darkness, darkness will never be able to comprehend it. And in the beginning was that word. Yeah. So what's happening there is that people are coming with all these funny things in the body of Christ and we are running from the very thing that actually makes us to be powerful, which is the word. Mm -hmm. So now that good motivational speakers you know we've got good entertainment we've got the lights we've got the smokes we've got the cameras we've got the platforms you know everyone nowadays can go live everyone nowadays can do that but yep. uh, what we are not seeing is actually you know uh true you know apostles and prophets who mm -hmm. when they room where there's darkness then light is coming forth you know there's something that i just want um you know to to just share here Right, mm -hmm. and uh, it is in the book of let me just get it here. It is it's in the book of where is it? Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter number. 15 right let me just look at it second corinthians second corinthians chapter number 15 verse 3 to 6 i want to show you something here and that is why i was saying that you know what we really need to be able to have um you know powerful teachers powerful teachers coming you know, on these Facebook lives <laughs> than just anyone who has data coming on. Why? Because um, if we do not have what I'm about to read right now, that's when we're going to be able to experience what you're talking about, right? right. So in Chronicles chapter number 15 from verse 3, it says, 
It's Second Chronicles. Yes, Second Chronicles, chapter number fifteen, and verse verse three. It says, "Now for a long season, Israel hath been without the true God, and without a teaching priest, and without law." But when, they, but when they, in their trouble, did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Hmm. And in those times, there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And the nation was destroyed of nation, and city of city. For God did vex them with all at Adversity. Did you see that? It says for a long season, Israel had been without the true God. Why? Because there was no teaching priest and they didn't have the law. So this is what's literally happening nowadays, that there's a lot of great vexation that we are seeing. We're seeing nation coming against nation, city against city, sometimes even church against church. Why? It's because they are not teaching priests, right? They are not teachers. Right, and when you look at it here, it's 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 talking about this in a, in in a very powerful way, you know. It says, "But when they did, but when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought Him, He was found of them." So what we are seeing right now is that there's a a, a, a lot of people that are really thinking that they're moving with God. And how will you be able to know that you're moving with God if no one is teaching you the ways of God? And if the law is not something that you are really in love with, you, you, you don't love the word of God, you're not applying the principles of God, and yet you just want people to be able to come and listen unto you. So I strongly believe that there is a rising that is happening, right, with the apostles and with prophets. But what's happening is they are bringing a word that will make the body, right, find the true God. Not just, you know, the fact that uh, people can have conferences and there's a whole lot of things that's happening in there. But God is saying, you know, I want my genuine, you know, men and women of God to begin to go out like what you said and share, right, the word that brings my people back unto me. Because what has happened is that there's a lot of things that are happening in the body of Christ. And God is like, you know what, literally, there are men and women of God who have literally like hijacked right? The, the, the right. church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, unto them. When they speak, everyone thinks that that's the right uh, next move. When they preach, then, they, then people think that that's the, that's the direction. And God is like, I am literally going to shut down their platforms. I am literally going to shut down their finances. I'm literally going to shut down those voices because for a long time, people are moving, but not without me, right? They, that, they are moving, but that's not my movement. They are, they are mm -hmm. going places I'm not with them, right? So you can see here where I read that it had been for a very long season where, where, where they were moving, but not with the true God, right? So the ministry of the apostle and the prophet is really, really, really powerful in this time, in this season. And I strongly believe that you're going to see, you know, a lot of teachers are going to arise who are literally going to bring back, you know, uh, the light so that, the body of Christ cannot just fumble you know, and, and just be falling around and, and there's a whole lot of things that's happening out there. They're literally going to find the way. Why? Because, you know, they are going to be listening to those who are light bearers. Right. 
And it's so true. Even now, I'm not sure. I can't even get us back together. I don't even know what I did here. But um, just listening to people talk about scripture or just um, just hearing some of these lives, I, I think to myself, what in the world are they are they not hearing or seeing? Because we on the other side can hear you're immature. Right. There's no meat. You are repeating and gurgitating the same thing for the last God knows how long in your life. It's time to come up higher. It's time to come up into a newer dimension. And you cannot do that with the last revelation of 15 years ago. Mm. A lot of the stuff we're not getting in the church is because no one is willing to go into their Bible and actually study for three hours right. and actually go after getting pure revelation from God so that there is a pouring out into the, into the body. I got to say this, God anoints you for that. It, we don't just come on here and you don't just go ahead and give a word. You are anointed to impart his word. There's an anointing of impartation of his word. So not everybody can just get on and impart a, a, a word that, I mean, you can impart as much as words. I can speak 50 million words. That doesn't mean it's anointed. Right. I can, I can, I can come up with a whole sermon for, and it doesn't mean it's anointed. A lot of times mm -hmm. I've prepared for a Sunday service and I never preach out what I wrote. Right. I've, God right. redirects it. Now that's anointed and being yeah. ready for that. Hmm. So, so what are we doing? What are we doing when we're going into these gatherings? What, like, I, even lately I've been asking, what am I, what, what, what's the purpose when we're going to come into this gathering? If we're going to host a gathering on this day, what is our purpose? God, give us the purpose give us the unction give us the anointing that's going to break the yoke of what it is you're looking to do and i don't think a lot of times when we come to do like this is like now the season of conferences being released right it's usually right. every end of the year every beginning of the year i'm noticing that a lot of the same people are being called in from the same yeah. same people all the time. And I'm saying to myself, not saying that that's not good. What I'm saying is that do you, do you, are these people, the people that God has, has positioned and anointed for this season, for this particular shift, are they the ones that God has said to bring forward? Or did you bring them because you're familiar with them? Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I love what you're saying there, because, you know, if you, Look at Isaiah chapter number 9, verse 8. It says, the Lord sent a word into Jacob, and it hath lighteth upon Israel. Right? The Lord sent a word into Jacob, and it hath yeah. lightened upon Israel. So God there, if you look at what's really happening, right, in our conferences and in certain gatherings, right, this is not what's happening. Right, because if you right. listen to people saying that you know God sent a word into one man, but that man was able to to distribute it into an entire nation. 
So that, what then happens is that if we're still on seeing, you know, the same voices that um, that 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 when you go into certain circles, people are still wondering wh why is this man of God inviting this one? Why is this person inviting that? You know, it's just because you know they can raise offerings, right? They command large, large gatherings, but the word of the Lord is not with them. That's why we're not able to experience the new wine because we're still trying to invite, you know, the old wineskins. And right. when the new pour that's supposed to come in, um, you know, it begins to drop, right? What's happening is that, you know, the people are not prepared for it. So we keep on being like people who are miscarrying. We are keeping on losing and we keep on being frustrated and we're trying to go a particular direction. But God is like, okay, there's a reason why intercessors are, are not coming to your house. It is because there's nothing that I want to do with this particular house. That's why I'm not sending intercessors there. So if you're not seeing intercessors coming to what you are doing, if God is not sending builders to what uh, you think you ought to build in this time, in this season, and they're always frustrated, I want you, know, you to be able to look back and be like, okay, God, what is it that we are really missing? Because when God wants you to build, he sends you builders. When God wants to put something from the heavens and manifest it on the earth, he sends you the intercessors, he sends you the prophesiers, but most importantly, he sends you the prophets because you are the person that has the word that the Lord once distributed over in a, a, a region. And I really love what you're saying there, that if you are seeing a lot of the people, you know, being you know, re-invited, but even if you listen to them, you're like, okay, you know, is this not the person that, you know, three months ago, you know, there was something that happened, you know, at a national scale that everyone knew it, heard about it, even here in Africa, we saw it. But how come there's still the guest speaker here? It is because, you know, we think that we can still do anything that we want in the body of Christ and just go away with it. And this is the reason. Why I strongly believe that, you know, we're going to see a lot of men and women of God even go on, right? And they're no longer going to be with us, right? Why? Because God is like, you're still, you're, you're getting in the way of what I'm trying to do. And because of what you're doing and all this power, this influence and all these crowds that know you, the best thing I can do is to take you out. So there are apostles, there are prophets, there are pastors, teachers, reverends, you know, we've got bishops that, you know, God has already, you know, left them and, um, when you see them going, if you really have your, your spiritual eye open, you will see that this is the doing of the Lord and the Lord just saved, saved the body of Christ, right? Uh, uh, you know, 20 years, 15 years, you know, of error just by removing one person. So God really wants to see interest, you know, in everything that invests in. And because right. there are people really busy making withdrawals, God is like, okay. If this, if I allow this to continually happen for the next 10, 15 years, the voices that I'm rising up, they are going to build on a wrong template. They, they are not going to be um, strong in their foundation and their belief. So what I'm going to do, I'm literally going to take out this person. For every soul, there's a replacement for mm -hmm. David. So the Davids are already being prepared. They've already taken down their lions. They've already taken their bears. And uh, it's just a matter of time. Uh, until they get a small opportunity to bring their lunchbox to the field and be able to now face off Goliath. And when that happens, we are going to begin to see uh, a great shift happening in our cities, in our nations, and even uh, internationally. Well, let's talk a little bit about how that fits into the quiet, the, quiet, the continuum. Um, 
just thinking like as you're saying this and I'm thinking um what you're talking frustration you know that 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 it can be such a dangerous place for for people in general mm -hmm. and especially in the body of Christ you become weary you can lose hope um you know right now not everybody can run to a church and say you know that that's the church I fit in it, it's not it's just not happening you know it's just not happening though there are good churches and, and everybody has their piece of the of their belonging in certain churches but for apostolic people we need an apostolic anointing we need right. to be under the apostolic anointing and the frustration of not having that um can really bring somebody almost as into regression from that frustration and that's what roman says it's like from not being a part of what you were called into for not, even yesterday, I read it and it was in Hebrews chapter 12, verse three, I think, I think it was where he starts saying, listen, I want you to be good with one another, especially, you know, your brother, sisters to be good with one another, make sure that you're strengthened, make sure that you're not loose from the joint, make sure that right. you're not weak and that you're, you're staying within the body of Christ. And I started to read that. I said, you know, he's not talking about a body. He's talking about the body and he's talking about us being strengthened that we don't bring out a joint of our shoulder or dislocate our, our knees or our ourselves from the body, but from this frustration that is happening where we know that there's more, we know that, that God is doing something. We can feel the shift in our womb. We can feel the Holy spirit. We can feel an agitation happening and there's no relief from it. Let's talk about the, the continuum as being something that's already been orchestrated and laid out. How can we get people that are feeling this right now to line up into the, the continuum so that the frustration is eased, the, the, the agitation is eased, and they have the ability not to grow weary or regress, but push forward in the midst of what we're waiting for? Because I don't think we're fully there yet. I don't think yeah. that we're fully where we where we know where, where God is doing. We're not fully there yet. Some of the people haven't haven't given up what God is telling them to give up. Some of the people won't step down. They 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 resist and they want to keep pushing forward. And so until that doesn't like completely start to come down in humbleness and submission, obviously, because it's not a disregard to say you're not a part of this. It's saying, no, I just want to reteach you. Right. I want to. I want to reintroduce myself to you. I want to show you who I really am. What was error? What was truth? What, what was disregarded? What doesn't need to be disregarded? So it's just a moment of teaching, which takes pride to come low and humility to rise. And, and until that doesn't happen, then we're going to continue to see this strifing happening in the spirit. In the meantime, we have people caught up in it. We have our congregation members who are caught up in it. I mean, I, I could tell you there's people even now that are in the churches and they're dying to find out why can't I progress? Why am I feeling like I'm starving? Why do I feel like I keep eating stale bread? Why is it that I'm feeling all of this? They might even think that the enemy is playing with them and thinking that they're feeling some type of judgment or or. Or maybe it's just them because no one else is feeling it. Or maybe they are and they just aren't saying anything. And so what what can we say to people um, even now that if you're going through this, how can we give them some type of direction so that they don't fall short in, in, in the glory that's about to come? Because the, the glory of God is going to be restored. It's never disappeared. 
It just lifted from certain places and certain churches off of certain men. And so what God is doing is he's repositioning. We still, we're still in the shifting of the guards. We still right. have some shifting of the guards. And, we're, and there's some people that know, and I, I hope that they get to hear the wind of this wave, is that the certain people know that they're to shift guards in their churches and they haven't done that because they refuse to put that person in leadership. Right, right. And, 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 what and so that comes with jealousy too. Hmm. We got a spirit of jealousy we're still trying to bring down. Right. Right. Because a lot of people don't understand the acceleration on someone else's life that took you 20, 30 years to get. Yep. yep. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, I just want to touch on, on, on what you said, because today, actually, I was, talk, I was speaking about that, right? Um, you know, God speaks to, to Moses and says, okay, you know, you've taken the people this far. You know, you've taken the people this far. You are not going to be able to... Um, go in, but I'm just going to allow you to see it. And then when that is done, you're going to die just like your brother Aaron. So I, I, I agree with what you're saying, that they are leaders whom God is already showing, you know, that, okay, this is that which I had uh, promised you. You have taken people this far, but you're not going to enter in. So you need to be able to understand that the next generation is, 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 is those who are 20 years and under. And those who are 20 years and above, God is like, you know, I, I, because you would not be persuaded. You didn't believe me. You acted as if you're going to fulfill your vows, but you didn't. You acted as if you're going to obey, but you didn't. But you were right. remembering, you were wasting time, you were doing all the thing, you were fasting, you were doing all the stuff in the wilderness. I have just made up my mind that it's only Joshua and Caleb that's going to enter in. So that's why, you know, if you're a Joshua type of a person and you're a Caleb kind of a person, you're of another spirit, right? That's why you're able to see that, okay, but we can be able to overcome. We can be able to flow into a milk, in, into a land that is full of milk and honey. But why am I not able to see it is because the, the Moses uh, 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 in our regions, the, the Moses is on our, you know, TV stations, they're on our platforms on Daystar, right, on TV, and they're refusing. You know, to come down. And that's why the people can feel it that, you know, there's something new that God is trying to say. There's something new that God is doing, but I just feel like I can't get it. So my advice for such a person is, number one, pay attention to your visions and to your dreams. Because the same God who led you there is the same God who can lead you to his next place. So don't die in a place where God used to be, but he no longer is. So you need to pray and be like, God, show me who is the person who has your word on their lips right now. Who wow. is that person? Because some, you know, and this is one of the, the problems, you know, of, uh, of people who really fall in love with, 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 with the, 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 the people they're close to and not really uh, say, follow God 100%. Why? Do I say that? It's because God can really be trying to show you something, but you keep on interceding for it, right? It's mm. like God is saying this relationship is not going to work. But you're the right. one who's old now. You know, you don't, you, you're not allowing it to die because it's supposed to die. It's not everything right. in this, this season that should receive life. Some of the things are just supposed to be able to die. And you must be, able to be discerning enough to see that, okay, this is really the end of it. And this is not the person that God, you know, has, has, has prepared for me in this time, in this season. 
And I'm not talking about just jumping ship and moving around, like what we're talking about, moving from conference to conference and, and from place to place. But what I'm really saying here is this, you know, until you hook on to a Joshua, you are never going to get your inheritance. Because Joshua's set of instructions is that he must be strong and he must be courageous, for he is the one who's going to divide an inheritance unto his people. So what's happening here is that we have apostles and the prophets whom God is saying this time in this season, you are the ones who are going to distribute an inheritance to, 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 to my people and I need you to be strong and I need you to be courageous. And the people, you know, when, when they saw that Joshua, right, had stood up, what happened? They, they all agreed and they said, whatever you say, we are going to obey. So the, there's a lot of people who are waiting, you know, for certain men and women of God to arise. And I think that even for all those who are going to be able to listen to this or even get it as a replay, you know, uh, 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 they just need to be able to understand that if they keep on making sure that they are hiding in their locker rooms and they are, you know, mm -hmm. uh, allowing the spirit of isolation to put them in a corner or they keep on looking at what they don't have, you know, there's the, Jack, there, there's the, the Joshua's, there's the Caleb's who are of a different spirit who are not going to be able to really, really move into what God has promised them. So that's very mm. really right there. Who is the man and who is the woman? Can I just come there a little bit? Who mm. is the man but also who is the woman that God is using? So this yeah. is the other people I see in the body of Christ, right? If it's a woman, then people don't want to follow. If it's a woman, then people don't want to, 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 uh, to, to accept it. But yeah. it doesn't matter. You know how you feel it's not about your emotions it's not about um you know what you think a woman ought to do or ought not to do if they are the one on whose lips god has just made sure that they carry the message for this season you really ought to stop listening to those men who used to be with god but are no longer with him right and mm -hmm. submit right and follow the woman of god who has a word for right now it's so true. I mean, even me as being a female leader, it, there has been so much we had to plow through, um, especially coming into a region where it wasn't really something that was accepted. It was always like, where are you? Okay, that's great. Where's the man? Constantly. We have done, um, we've had people who walk with us and would be with us for a while. All of a sudden would manifest in a day and say, you can't do this. You have to have a man. And it, it would blow me away. I, yeah. I would just be like, wow, this is interesting. You've been with us for five years and this is how you really felt. So I wonder how much more you were doing behind our backs. And, you know, mm. you don't get angry. You just know that that's the, that's the enemy. You're targeting something. I've hit so many places and cities in this region um, with prayer and intercession and worship. We've done 24 hours. We've done three hours. We've done five hours. And just all by ourselves, like Anna's in the temple, all because they refuse to come where a woman was leading right and you've lost opportunity mm. and that's that's what that's what i've constantly told people you have lost opportunity for being for being racist mm. prejudice is what the word the lord gave me he said the church is still dealing with prejudice i said i cannot believe this we walk with the spirit of truth how can we still be prejudiced 
How can I still walk into a church and hear you talk about my color? Because you're a different color. It doesn't matter. If I came here to worship, I came here to worship. And, you know, wow. even now, as, as we're joining and locking in, we're not the same color, but we're the same in the spirit. And here we're still dealing with that here. And I, 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 I laugh at the, at the, but I'm still, I laugh from being in shock that we are still this immature, that wow. we have not grown from this. This was what? Way back when. Why are we still here? And so now we have more women leaders are rising up. And um, again, a lot of them are connected to a name. So when that happens, that's that's the one we want to start using. Because, But then I'm sorry to say, they're not really anointed for that. They may have yep. been positioned for something else. And you want to put them somewhere where God is not anointed them to be. So when they when they present these conferences, and, and, and this is not all of them. This is just some. So when the conferences come up, nothing's really happening. But we'll take a few pictures and say how beautiful it was. And nothing happened. I was there. And yep. so... You know, it, it, it's like if you if you do it and I'm not present, then that's something else. But when I'm actually present there and I'm like that, those are all high pictures. Those are pictures that I could take in a moment and tell everybody it was wonderful. But the reality of what really happened there was nothing because where this person was seated in the fivefold was in the wrong seat. Right, right, right. And 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 and, and if you yeah 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 really you know. Um, an apostle, a prophet, you'll be able to see it, you know. And 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 now the problem is also not, you know, that um, if you don't get, find yourself sitting in some of these conferences, you 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 know that you know the door is not going to open for you, right? So also what we have is that we have a lot of people who are strategically just going to conferences and 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 being on a picture with this person and they go there and they're on a picture with that person and they come there and they're on a picture on this person. And it's amazing that if you just take the picture with a particular person, even your inbox is going to begin to blow up. Even messages are going to be able to come through to you. Can we invite you for this conference? We're going to invite you for this. So it seems like now the invitation is coming based on who did you do a Facebook live with and or whose picture, you know, did you take with, were you a part of the apostles, were you a part of this? So now people don't really care about the process anymore. It's about right. which one is the next shining object. That is the one that I uh, want to connect with. And now what we are doing is we are behaving like Potiphar's wife, right? Potiphar's wife knew that she was married, but when she saw the grace on Joseph, right? Mm, she could, yeah. the next move of God is there. But what can I do? Let me try to get into bed with that which is going to be the next. So people are literally prostituting their callings, their assignments. You know, some are literally just, you know, uh, saying, let me come up under this place and let me come up on that. Right. Why? Not because that is what God is saying. But they can literally see that the next person who seems to be, you know, the next shining object, this person, when I'm willing to pervert anything that needs to be perverted so that I can just be in their camp. And no wow. one is with the Lord because everyone wants to sleep with the Josephs. Oh, wow. And that, and that is, that is, that is, oh my goodness, that's so like. It's so interesting because we all know that the Josephs are rising and it is a time for that, but it's, it's not, it's not like, it's not like, it's funny because Joseph was a, first of all, the way Joseph.
this is what was brought up was different. And and I don't know what people are expecting, but Joseph had to deal with a lot, a lot of jealousy. Wow. Joseph wasn't just a leader who rose up and that was it. Joseph was thrown in a pit. Mm. Joseph was stripped of his mantle. Mm. Just physically taken away his mantle. Joseph was sold. And unwillingly. He wasn't sold because someone said this was the best thing for you. He was unwillingly sold. Mm. And then Joseph, in order to get where he got, you know, it was it was the Lord who brought him there. And so when you look at the Joseph character, you know, you're, I'm expecting someone to rise and a Joseph anointing that has gone through the Joseph, the Joseph's um, conditions and circumstances and has had their emotional, their emotional mm. aspect of their life taken care of. Right. So I'm looking for an, a healthy emotional leader anointed to bring forth provision, not only in the aspect of actual physical but in the spiritual realm as well. So when they say, you know, they carry a Joseph anointing, it's not just about the wealth. There's so much right. more added to that. And, and, you know, I believe that Joseph had exactly what he had, the power to bring deliverance in the physical and in the spiritual realm. He had the mm. power to bring deliverance in your emotional realm. Mm. Because he had to go through an emotional circumstances of his life. The emotional state of being sold. The emotional state of his brothers being jealous. The emotional state of um, <clears throat> having to even have his, his wife trying to come on him. There was so much emotion connected with Joseph that. Jo I really believe that that was one of the greatest things that God has done through Joseph, because when the time came for the family to come forth, Joseph's emotions were in a healthy state enough for him to reinstate the reconciliation of his family. Right. That's another thing. It's like, do you, do the people even know that Elijah had the anointing of reconciliation? Mm. One of the anointings of Elijah is to reconcile. Right. So, so if you're coming out and saying I have an Elijah anointing or I've been mantled with the Elijah gifting or gracing, understand that that requires a moment of reconciliation with whatever matters are not reconciled before you. So that yeah. means you're brought to counsel. Yeah. And it's not just in the platform of where you where you call down fire. That mm. that's that, that's immature. That's that's yeah. not the proper state. You know, it's not about it's not about hauling down and crying out, bring down the fire, God. There's a moment of healing that God releases through all his prophets. Yeah. There has to be. Because if there is not if there is a lack of, of healing that has not taken place, then there is an immature state that has not been made whole. So the words that are proceed out of your mouth from this place is immature and not whole. And it's not full. So that's what mm. the people will eat. Yeah. And, the, and right now we're in the healing. We're in the healing stage. We're in the ripping apart. We're the, we are uprooting. But when you uproot, there's a conditioning. Mm. You even stated that one of the things you said that there, there's, there, there, it would happen to the process. There's a process of conditioning. I have to condition the soil to be able to receive what I'm about to put in. 
So yeah. if I if I if I'm gonna plant this seed, then I know that this seed requires some type of conditioning before I can put it into the ground. Right. Right. I can put any seed anywhere, but if the soil is not in the proper conditioning, the seed will not come forth. Mm. And that's where we are. Mm. We are there in the church. The church needs to be conditioned. We have yep. to go through the process of the healing conditioning because I want to impart, I want to prepare, but I have to make sure that the soil, and people might hear this and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how many years we've been hearing this? But the problem is, is that the soil of the, of the church is the soul of man. Yep. It has nothing to do with, the, with God's lack. God's not mm. lacking. Yep. The, the continuum is not lacking. Yep. I cannot process a continuation into something that refuses to let uh, allow the wheel to turn within the wheel. So we get mm. this wheel in the wheel with Ezekiel where God is moving things in the spirit, bringing everything around, sometimes even bringing back patterns so that you can actually be victorious over it. And instead, when we call it forth and see the pattern returning, we're like, oh, that's the devil. Some patterns, right. yes, are demonic. But some patterns are there for your victory. Oh so my when, God. when the wheel, when the wheel comes back, it, it, yeah. it's God saying, now's the time you're going to overcome. Come on, yes. gird up. Let's do this. Yes. Yes. And he's preparing you. And you're like, no, demonic. And you're pushing away the very God thing that God is strengthening you. You must be able to discern what is God doing with you. That's why when you said, pay attention to your dreams and your vision, God is speaking. Yeah. Do not fall into the lie that God is not speaking. That is a lie. I'm telling you, I hear the, I can, I hear it every day. The demonic realm saying he's not talking. He's gone silent. He went silent. The last when Malachi, in that, in that era, it took 400, mm. 400 years before God began to speak, but Jesus completed it all. He has no reason not to talk. Mm. The continuum is a continuation of his voice. Right. Over the earth, continually looking for, you know, we're, we're always looking for the one who can devour. But what about the one who is called to endeavor your life and make you into what he's created you to be? Forget about the devourer. The devourer has already met his match. It's already been written in Revelations where it's going to happen and how it's going to go down. But if you also read, it also says we get to impart over that judgment. If you cannot understand this right now, that you have been called into an arena of the reigns of heaven and that you too one day will sit alongside Christ to judge over the things that were evil across the earth, that you have lost an identity in you because identity restores your authority. And when you start to see that you have an authority, then there is no power in hell that could come against the gates that God has already released here, which is heaven on earth. Mm. The continuum, it brings forth a reality that it has been finished. And our job here is to press back. Like you said, the darkness shall not overcome is what the word says. Yep. But we allow it when we do not understand the power and authority that we have. When it says, if you could have 10,000 you can take 10,000 to flight. Do you know why it's saying that? It's because each one of us carries a voltage. 
Right. Every voltage that we carry, every walk brings back life. Mm. If you die today and I'm drop dead on the floor, the first thing we go to do is pump your heart back so that it will live again. Those are voltages going back in. We, if mm. we have that simple capability to do that in the natural in that realm, imagine what we can do in the physical when we start to see death spring about. Mm. Do you understand the ability that God, Jesus Christ already did it. He's resurrected. Here's what I like. He's resurrected. And after the resurrection, he chose to walk 40 more days on earth. He mm. died. Yeah. He was dead. Yeah. Came back to life. And then I said 40 more days because you don't get it. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to give you 40 more days. It's funny how everything that was done that had to do with breaking off was 40 days. Mm. And so he said, I'm going to do 40 more days to break off the spirit of doubt. The spirit of, of maybe or, or may not. The spirit of lack of understanding that there is power against this dark reign. And mm. then I've come to establish it. And now I'm giving you the authority. Now I'm giving you the one to help you do it. Because here's another thing. We're not the ones that are actually doing it. we got the Holy Spirit that is actually helping us do it. How far have you allowed the Holy Spirit to take you? How far are you willing to pay the price for the Holy Spirit to take you? Can we sacrifice our time on our phones? Can we sacrifice our time on watching TV? Can we sacrifice our time of eating? Can we sacrifice something so that you can walk in a, in a way of, of what the Lord has already written? Mm. Like, this is not something I have to open up and write. This is something I have to open up and align into. If your wow. soul is broken, and you've gone through trauma and you've been beat down, turned around by the, the enemy. It was to get your soul to be double minded. As right. long as you're double minded, you can sway all back and forth and no wind of doctrine will help you. Because that was the strategy that he knew. Because in the beginning, Adam was soul before there was ever a spirit. And when you read into that, it says, God, I placed soul into Adam. The, why the soul? One of the things the apostle mentioned yesterday was that the soul will never lose its identity. That means if right. it's gender, boy, it's boy. If it's gender, right. girl, it's girl. Right. Now, the spirit has no gender, but your soul does. Mm. So, so what happens? So then the war begins in the soul when I'm confused. Mm. So when you start to try to transform, transform something... That, that cannot be transformed, it causes warfare. And the next thing you need to know is that after that warfare, I have to now numb that pain. Mm. And then when there's not enough to numb it, when there's not enough to numb it, that's, it's, it, you're lost. The third part to that is lost. Lost in what? In all your, in all your thoughts, all your, your double-mindedness. So the first thing, if anyone here is struggling that, is you need to get your soul whole. Right. So this is a good time to do that. This is a good time. Why? Because God is preparing us. 
He wants the soil of our hearts, of our soul to be clean so that when he plants or, or what if there's seeds that are dormant in you? How about that? Seeds that are already dormant in you that is waiting for the right conditioning so that it can spring forth. So all those visions of yourself where you see yourself as a mighty woman or man of God and you wonder how you're ever going to get there. It's because it's already there and it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you to make the right condition. Right. I hear, you. So, I hear you. Oh, my God. So the church is waiting for a healing to happen. Mm. One of the things, even now, 2019, we did the pandemic. What happened? Infirmity was released. It was a plague. A plague was released. One of the things the Lord said, I said, God, what is happening? He goes, I'm dealing with the hearts of man. Yeah. What do we begin to see? Besides the fact that COVID and people were dying from COVID, but people were dying from other things too. Right. And a lot of people were dying from a heart attack. Mm. And the Bible says that people will die from heart attacks. And so the people were dying from heart attacks and not just COVID. And so these people were dropping from heart attacks, some really good people at that. And we didn't know why. Dropping dead in their kitchen. People didn't know why. They served God. We don't know why, but I'm going to tell you that God is giving us a chance before there's going to be an explosive in the spirit. It has to. Why? Because he's God and no one is going to mock him. God cannot be mocked. And there's right. been a lot of mocking happening, especially from darkness. Mm. They're, they're pretty much letting us know that you guys are weak and fripple. And we could do whatever we want now because your power of prayer has deceased and it's not holding us back anymore. Mm. So you walk into supermarkets and you see tarot cards, you see the Ouija board, you see witches, you see warlocks, you see everything branding these people like it's normal. Yeah. It's, it's not normal. It's just a sign to the church. Yeah. Something is wrong with the in the realm of God where the power is not casting this away. Mm. Because it, how can they're not greater than God? The darkness is not greater than God. And I'm not talking about the people, I'm talking about the actual entity that are in them, surrounding them, the demonic realm. They're not powerful than God. Terror cards are not real. I, I had a one woman, which this is another part of why we need the cleansing. Uh, she's, she's Christian. She's, she's Christian, but she said something that, that made me go, she, she used this, this, this slogan. It, the, it, it wasn't in it. It wasn't in, in, it wasn't, it, it wasn't for us. It wasn't for us in the cards. And I mm. said, and no one else caught it. It wasn't in us for the, in the cards. I know that that's not, that doesn't feel right. right. I look it up. That slogan was released in the 1800s as a slogan to identify that they went to go get a, a, a fortune telling reading. Mm. What, what are we dealing with? We're dealing with our own body using a, a language from witchcraft. Right. They're speaking witchcraft mm. and it's normal. They don't even identify. They're so sleeping, like Galatians says. You have been so bewitched 
Mm. We've been so bewitched. I tell you, even now, I could tell you that we have been having dreams lately. Dreams of witchcraft. We can see it in our dreams. People are trying to do potions and all this stuff. And I know it's a target. They're trying to target. Whether we know or unknowingly, they don't care. They're targeting us. Yeah. And I'm dreaming of these things. And, 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 and it's, I can see and I say to myself, they don't have power. I don't care what you're trying to potion up. You don't have power. The Bible says, do not touch my anointing. And I wish you would. He said the same thing about Job. Go ahead and try it, but you better not touch a soul. Mm. Why yeah. do you think a lot of the things don't manifest around us? Where, where things are moving in the air and, and, and they're recording it. Look what's happening. You know why those, those they're not allowed to. When they're around the truth, they're not allowed to manifest. If they're manifesting around you, then you better go find a church because you're not surrounded by truth. Mm. So, right. so here we are in, a, in, in our own people, our own body are speaking witchcraft and they don't even know it. So do you think, do you think that we can hold something so pure, so full of purity, so holy, and this type of conditioning? Somebody must be sanctified. Right. <laughs> it has got to happen. <laughs> you just had a moment of, of releasing some fire right there. Come on. You know, when you were speaking, this is what uh, God said to me that I must say. He said, uh, <laughs> tell the people that I don't want you to be comfortable. I don't want you to be comfortable. I don't want you to be comfortable which is exactly what god was doing with uh with with joseph right yeah joseph found himself in a place where he had just been elevated just a little bit god mm. rest. so one of the reasons why god didn't want even Joseph to stay a little bit longer in Potiphar's house was because he was now, uh, um, you know, above everyone there. But God was mm -hmm. like, no, this is not it. This is a false promotion. So I think as the as men and women of God, right, we should be careful of false promotions. So God sends him to the prison. Why? Because although it looked like a prison, but that was the only place where he was able to meet with the two people who were connected to the right person who is dream for. Hmm. So it comes to you're saying that someone could have said, you know, uh, you said something that's very powerful. You said, okay, if, if, if you're seeing, you know, uh, a cycle come back, it's not always that it's demonic. God is like, this time if you mastered it, I want to see if you're catching the moment. Hmm. Right? You know, oh God, now again, that other time I was in the pit, now you're throwing me into the dungeon. Right, but because he was prepared for it, the Bible says he shaved his beard and he went ahead and executed his assignment. Mm. And I believe that you know a lot of people, right? They are too comfortable. Even in the prison, it says if there was anything that was done, it was Joseph who did it. Wow. So certain people are still, you know, very um, lifted, but in prison, right? They are honored, but in prison. Right, some people are ordained elders, but their churches are like prisons. You can be a, a praise and worship leader, but you're singing in, inside the church that's actually a prison. 
So spiritually, your 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 ministry can be in 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 a place where the devil is like, this is how far you can go, and that's it. So God is saying, don't be what, don't be comfortable, don't be comfortable. And what we always need to be able to understand is when we talk about the continuum, it is an unbroken chain of events, right? And because of this, right, when you are moving to the next level, you need to be able to make sure that what you are doing, right, there is references of it because God has got his own internal archives, right? There are ref re references of it, right? You have revelations that are that are lining up what you're doing. That is something that is in the records of, of, of God, right? And then uh, you need to be able to make sure that even as you're flowing in it, right, you have the boldness of knowing that, you know what, the scribes, the scrolls, uh, the recorders, and even the witnesses that were putting all these things together. They did it so that we today can be able to know that we can dominate, you know, the darkness at all times. So if you can look at it right from the past, you can clearly see it today and you know what tomorrow is going to be all about. Because we know that the book always says that at the end, we are going to win. At the end, you're going to, to win. And that's what you're talking about to say, you know what, it's high time we move from just, um, you know, being emotional men and women of God. We need to make sure that our souls are healed and we need to be able to understand that, you know what, there's already victory that has been given unto us. But what we need to be able to do is we need to be able to make sure that we look back to our predecessors and not only that and look beyond right into the continuum right and see that you know what we are placed here and the only thing that we need to do is we just need to to set you know the dynamite the results are definitely going to show but what's happening is we are too comfortable you know you said you know we need to sacrifice so there's not enough men and women of God who are sacrificing, you know, up to a point whereby, whereby God can really say, okay, you've passed the test. And God doesn't give social promotions either. So God is like, okay, it doesn't matter, you know, how much you can come. It doesn't matter how much you can, you can, you can cry. Your tears is not going to qualify you for the next dimension. There are some devils that I want you to pull down. There are some principalities I want you to, to deal with. And you need to make sure that when I am going to give you that elevation, you are ready. So a lot of men and women of God, they are actually in the midst of, of really, really going through what they're going through. And God is like, okay, if you can take down the bear, I'm giving you Goliath. If you can take down the lion, I'm giving you Goliath. So I strongly believe, women of God, that even as we come here, you know, and have this Facebook lives, I strongly believe that there are people who are listening to us who are the next. And that's why God has allowed them to tune in here. That if you don't do what you're supposed to do, there's no way that you're going to be able to be promoted to the next level. You will keep on finding yourself in the same situations, you know, same situations. Doesn't matter which city you go to. Doesn't matter which land you go to. Why? Because there are some tests that we need to pass even talking about joseph you know the bible says and the word of the lord tested you know joseph so we all need to be tested but most importantly we need to make sure that we are going to pass the test and how we're going to pass the test we know we're going to do it why because already written that light shines in darkness and darkness will not comprehend it 
And, you know, with this, I really feel so sad right now to say how we handle the people in the body of Christ matters a lot. Because sometimes you see men and women of God, you know, they're just walking over people. You know, they don't care about them. You know, they're not feeding them. The Bible says, I shall give you shepherds after my own heart, who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So now we've got a bunch of people who are just going wayward. You know, there's no fruit in their life and they're really frustrated. It's because the shepherds are not feeding the people. And we need to make sure that we take our responsibilities, we take our offices, you know, seriously, because we, we shall be judged for this. And I see many men and women of God around the world who are just dealing, you know, uh, with the church as if it's just something that they can put in their pocket. But at the end of it all, right, each and every one of us who is not doing what we are supposed to, to do, right, there is going to be judgment for it, definitely. And these are things that, you know, I strongly believe that a lot of people, you know, it's been a long time since they heard it, to say, you know what, when God has given you an assignment, make sure you execute it. When God has given you responsibility, make sure that it is done. You know, when God gives you people, you know, handle them nicely. You must know how to deal with God's public because these people, they don't belong to you. They don't belong to you. You are just a steward. You are just someone that has been given, you know, the, 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 the right to feed them, but they have their sovereign Lord who is watching over them. And after all has been said and done, we will need to give an account. So if you're called into the ministry and um, you're ordained, um, it's time to really pull up your socks and make sure that you, you go for what God has called you for and do it with excellency and make sure that even when you are no longer here, we will be able to look back and be able to say, you know what, this man lived, this woman lived and they left a mark on the earth that can never be erased. One of the things that that you had stated when I was uh, while you were talking was, you know, you have to do all that we do out of love. Right. Two things. The first one thing that I while he was talking was. Don't don't go to a place and start. Don't go to places where the word of God's not preached or taught. Right. Okay. We have to have the word of God. I don't, I don't care what's on the agenda. The word of God, the church is for the word of God. It's for the gathering of the states of the word of God to be heard, taught, brought forth in revelation. Nothing can be done without a displaying of his word. That is what the pulpit was originally created for. Um, Isaiah, um, Ezra was the first place a platform was actually created. Right. Ezra created a platform so that he can go up on the platform and deliver the word of God. One of the things that I'm seeing even more is that we create, we go up on the platform and we're not hearing scripture. Mm. We're hearing of the scripture, but you're not going into scripture. And and you're that's, that's part of feeding the sheep because there's yeah. a segregation that happens with the word of God. As you deposit the word of God in man, it begins to segulate. And that segulation is what begins to bring forth the manifestation 
of becoming like Christ. We cannot be people that do not have the word of God. Everybody wants the spirit. You should have the spirit, but the spirit's going to say the first things first, word of God. That's Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit says, let's, let's see what the word of God says. And from the word of God, it begins to manifest either a vision or a revelation. And so there, there's this working together with the word. And when he says, feed my sheep, he, God is really on his heart that we are people who are stewarding how to feed our sheep. You cannot, cannot not feed the sheep. I have ministers who are so bitter that care less whether you stay or you go. Now yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I know it could be, it could be, it's leading is not easy. It's a lonely place. It's a hard walk. That's why we need accountability because of that place. It's, it's hard. It's when you're truly leading from the heart of God, it requires us to lay down a lot of ourselves so that we can give more of him. And we are also human in nature. So it requires us to, to, to die constantly so that we can be the best person God has called us to be in leadership. So if you go off and, you, and you're telling me you're a leader and you're so bitter that you could care less whether these people are reconciled or whether they walk away because you're done with ministry, then walk out of ministry. Go take time for yourself to find out where God needs you this season. Because yeah. he doesn't need you leading. Mm. We can't have broken, blind leaders in the church, still running a church that do not care about people. That is not God. That is demonic. It's religious. That is not what he created the, the church to be. And if, if there is any sign of bitterness, resentment, because you've been disappointed or discouraged by whatever you went through in leadership, get down. Take time for yourself, but get out. It doesn't mean you have to leave, but you got to take a rest. Mm. And that's where apostles and prophets are always constantly saying we're, we're there for truth. If right. we see these things, you better believe that the first one that's going to be a, a rejected or even um, not accepted is the one who has the voice of truth. Because the truth is going to say you're wrong and what you're doing to the people is incorrect. And if you don't want to feel a little repercussion from our father, then I advise that you take a seat. Mm. You have <laughs> to come, you know, you got to deal with pride as, as how pride is because people are prideful. Especially when it when they get around of of resentment and bitterness, oh, they they I, I don't I don't understand what happens, but I think the poison takes over, and they start to take a seat, and they're and they're spitting out this venom, and it's killing our people, and it's not their fault. Mm. It's not their fault. What do you think intercessors are crying about most of the time? They're not crying in the back seat. Because they can't feel them over God. Majority of intercessors begin to weep and wail. Because the heart of the father is being revealed over that church. Mm. And I did not find it normal. 
that intercessors would walk up in a church and begin to wail and weep and I not ask, what is happening? Mm. I've been to churches where they don't even care. They just think it's uh, they're being touched by the spirit. Fools. That's a foolish, 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 foolish mindset to not even think to ask, why are you weeping? What is the Lord revealing? Mm. I've had people prophesy the, the judgment against the church and they would say, amen. <laughs> <laughs> what a word. What a word. Yep. And it, it'll just go. Mm. And, and, it, and I'm like, did you not hear what was just said? God has had enough. And these were these prophetic words over and over and over. I'm like, how much more longer if God's mercy does not mm. triumph over his judgment? That's mercy. Because the warnings have come over and, and it's like right over their head. Amen. Hallelujah. That was good. Yeah. So when you're when you're getting ready for transition, please find a church that is about the word and don't start calling them legalistic. Yeah. Don't don't say it's legalistic because there's an order and there's not chaos and you can't drink coffee in the sanctuary. <laughs> yeah I can't yeah. have coffee in the sanctuary It's not a great church You're not there to worship you Yeah, You're there Because you're dying somewhere else So if you showed up And God said that's the place Whether you like it or not There's something there for you Just be careful and mindful of, who, of where you're going To be fed for the season because right now you need the word of God. You need a word that heals. You need the word that delivers. And you need the word that sets you free. And mm -hmm. all of that, in all of that pattern, you get a restoration in, 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 that you'll never, you, you're going to be surprised you came into. The second part of that is be careful in your prayer gatherings. There's way too many prayer gatherings that, that are full of witchery. witchery. You have to be careful on what you're coming into agreement with in this season. I have heard and seen some crazy things and I have, I, I, I just won't be, I just won't, I just won't. And so be that person to judge and discern. Does this feel like God? I mean, I really, really like, don't, don't get emotional and say, well, my emotions, I call goosebumps. Stop. You need to really process in the spirit. And I got to tell you, God takes us through seasons as leaders where we are not allowed to feel a goosebump or we are not allowed to feel by emotion. He uh, He takes us through a process of having to know to trust him and lean on him. Right. Whether I'm feeling on fire or I'm feeling dead, it does not matter to God. If you know that my word says, I will not forsake you, I will not leave you, then guess what? I'm here. You're just not going to feel me like you did last season. So I'm yeah. going to need you to press in a little. Why? Because I need you to grow up. I need you to stop trying to see if I, if you get goosebumps to know if I'm there. I need you to stop feeling like if you fall into tongues that, or if I, if I, if I speak tongues, I'm fired that, I, that you're there. That's not how it works. Mm. That what you're doing is you're trying to manifest something because you're not feeling anything. 
And some of these prayer gatherings are doing just that. They're trying to manifest something because they're not feeling anything. But that's not how it works. The fire and, and, and the spirits in, inside, not outside. So if you play the drums louder, that, that's not going to make the spirit come. <laughs> because the spirit's already in you. It's already right. in you. So if the yes. drummer is anointed and the anointing falls on him and the drums begin to prophesy, well, glory to God. But discern what that looks like. Don't, don't, don't. If you, if sometimes people see nothing's happening in a prayer meeting and what they'll do, play the drums louder. So, so to get <laughs> people to, to manipulate the mind to say something's happening. It's inside of us. The kingdom of God is inside of our hearts, inside of our souls, and, and it's, it's alive and it's well. And so it's time to grow up. When mm. the apostles and the prophets arrive on the scene, it's because it's time to mature the body of Christ. That's the job. That's the calling. The, to bring maturity of the body into its what? Well, into its fullness until the uh, Jesus Christ returns. And so I love the fact that God is now like releasing us to be that, but we went through the process. We're still in the process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're not stopping. <laughs> the process doesn't stop. Yeah. But as he gave your instructions on how, on what to do in this season, also be, come on, know that you might fall into a place where you might feel, well, you know, you start you want, wanting to discern the atmosphere according to how you think the church should be. Or listen, here's here's my number one thing. When I had to go find a church when I first got here, when God shipped us out here, when we got here, I said, I'm going to go sit down for two years underneath the church because I had to process what was in the atmosphere. I had to discern the region. Two years. I had to find a church that was of the word. It's spirit, but of the word. I, it took five churches, the fifth one being the one I finally found. And what did I have to do? Make phone calls. Who did I call first? A house of prayer. Tell me who you know that I can trust to eat from. And he gave me a list. And he says, but this one's closer to you. We went on Easter Sunday and we were torn up with the sword of the spirit. By the word of God and the Holy mm. Spirit. Because why? Because when the word of God comes in truth, you can't hold back the spirit of God. Mm. See, that's why I tell you, you don't have to worry about it. Because the spirit's going to be where the truth is. Right. So when we were cut up, I said, we, were, we couldn't even talk for a week. We came back and we said, so what do you think about that church? They were like, we're going again. We were there for two years, watching, transitioning, seeing where, where, where we are, where they're not, and, and just being a part of that and understanding that and, and just being okay of receiving the word, even though the spirit was there. But every time the word was preached, the spirit would fall. And yeah. so that's what you're looking for this season. You're looking for prayers that are actually, um, you know, coming out of a place of word as well, because you can pray the word, you can speak the word, you can sing the word, you can prophesy the word. All of those things can take place, but it has to be in an atmosphere that's ready and ripe for your growth. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm telling you, you are, you, are, you, are, you are saying a whole lot of things. And I just want to encourage someone here to say you need to watch the replay of this thing right here.
you know, when we were talking about Nehemiah, I just thought of um, what the Bible says in Nehemiah chapter number 8, from verse 8 to 9. And this is exactly what you're talking about, about the last church that you went to, that, you know, every time the Spirit will just fall upon the people. Look at what this says in verse 8. It says, they read the book of the law of God, making wow. it clear, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people understood what was being read. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. So the people wept because of all the ignorance they had faced and were moving in. But because of the ministry of the word, there was great joy that was now just flowing in them and through them. And I just want to say that to each and everyone who's here, if you are in an, a house where the word of the Lord is coming and where you can see, you know, that really there's something that's been developed in my soul, that's a good place to be in. That's a good place to be in. If you see what was happening there in the days, you know, of, of Ezra and Nehemiah and all these guys when they came together, the people that began to weep, they begin to say, you know what? I've been looking for this for a very long time. You know, I've been sensing that there's this shift that needs to happen. And this is one of the things that we're talking about, woman of God, when you said, you know, what are some of the things that people should look for? I would say, find the Nehemiahs, right? Find, you know, the Ezra's. Make sure you find who is prophesying and who is building what they are prophesying about. Who has the word of the Lord and who is building it? Who is on the Lord's side? Especially like what Jehu said when it was time to, uh, to deal with Jezebel. He says, who is on the Lord's side? And some eunuchs, they came, they threw it down, and the, the, and the rest is what? And the rest is history. So I just want to say, you know, when the word of the Lord is coming, right? It should be able to do something in you. And when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, definitely you are going to be watered. And you know, woman of God, is if there's anything that I just want to say, you know, uh, and hand it over to you, is what the Bible says. I know we have read it before, but I just want to read it uh, today because this is exactly what should be happening in our lives. It says in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in, in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> ah, this was this was really a good, good um it's not an impartation, it's a deposit today. Today we did a deposit in the spirit. And I, and I'm I'm so grateful for everyone who was able to log on and is gonna go back and do the replay and share it. Share this word. You're not understanding like people, it's not about us. It's about people hearing what the Lord is saying. You, you would be surprised how many people you'll find where they'll say, wow, I was just thinking this. I was just hearing God say this. And it's because we're, we're one in the spirit. It doesn't, it's, it, that's all it is. We're just in unity. And so confirmation is always good to, to, to confirm your, your direction and your location. We're GPSing you. And so yeah. that's that's where we're at. I really think that I think that that's all the Holy Spirit has. I kind of feel like it lifted. Um, but for next month, we will be doing this again. And is we're just going to go deeper. We're going to try as much as we can to kind of like give you some insight of the continuing by doing it in a language you can understand. Because if we start speaking that other language, Prophet, I think we might lose them. <laughs> no, that's true that's true that's true so yeah. we have to do it in pieces and we're we're going to do it where it's in english form and and a holy spirit allowing the holy spirit to direct us and letting us release as we are allowed to do so with that being said prophet can you pray us out and that will be that until next month amen and amen so father in the name of jesus christ i just want to say yes. thank you Thank you, O oh God, for this wonderful opportunity, this wonderful moment in time where we were able, Father Bird, just to have fellowship here, but not only that, but also just to deposit something in the hearts of men and women listening here today. I just want to say, Father, no man, no woman can do the works of God unless the Spirit of the Lord is with that man or woman. And I just want to say thank you for leading us and guiding us. Thank you, Almighty God, for just elevating us. And most importantly, I thank you, O God, especially for healing our souls. I thank yes. you, Almighty God, that we will begin to see, Almighty God, your word come to pass, Almighty God, in our regions, even in our nations, even in our cities, and Father, all around the world. Let each and every man and woman of God who's going to listen to this replay. Father, may they be able to find themselves, Almighty God, and hear what you're saying unto them. For those who need more training, may they get it. For those who need to be increasing their confidence, their boldness in you, O oh Lord, let it be so. But one thing is for sure. The darkness is trying as much as they can to multiply. But I thank you, Almighty God, that your word does say that and the light shines in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. So I thank you, Almighty God, that your church is unstoppable. I thank you, O God, for the apostles and prophets that you're raising up. And I thank you, Almighty God, that they are going to cry out and they are not going to spare. Father, I just want to say thank you, O God, for today. I speak a special blessing upon each and everyone who's here. And I declare and declare that whatsoever is good, whatsoever is honest, whatsoever is of a good report, that shall be their portion. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. And so we will see each other next month. Um, 
not sure yet. We'll we'll look at the calendar because <laughs> we always have an issue. Either I'm a day late or you're two two days early. <laughs> <laughs> Time zones. Time zones. So, all yeah. right, Prophet, we thank you. We honor you. We'll see you next month, and I'll let you go so you can rest because I know we're in two different time zones. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Good night. Goodbye, guys.